This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's Bible reading is taken from the book of Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13. And I read in Jesus' name. At that time, some people came and reported to him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. And he responded to them, Do you think that these Galileans were more sinful than all the other Galileans because they suffered these things? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as well. Of those 18 that the tower in Siloam fell on and killed, do you think they were more sinful than all the other people who live in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all perish as well. And behold, he told this parable. A man had a fig tree that was planted in his vineyard. He came looking for fruit on it and found none. He told the vineyard worker, worker, Listen, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and I haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it waste the soil? But he replied to him, Sir, leave it this year also, until I dig around it and fertilize it. Perhaps it will produce fruit next year, but if not, you can cut it down. As he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, a woman was there who had been disabled by a spirit for over 18 years. She was bent over and could not stand and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called out to her, Woman, you are free of all your disability. Then he laid his hands on her, and instantly she was restored and began to glorify God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, responded by telling the crowd, There are six days when work shall be done. Therefore, Come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord answered him and said, Hypocrites, doesn't each one of you untie his ox or donkey from the feeding trough on the Sabbath and lead it to water? Satan has bound this woman, a daughter of Abraham, for eighteen years. Shouldn't she be untied from this bondage on the Sabbath day? When he has said these things, all his adversaries were humiliated, but the whole crowd was rejoicing over all the glorious things he was doing. He said, Therefore, what is the kingdom of God like, and what can I compare it to? It's like a mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the sky nested in its branches. Again he said, what can I compare the kingdom of God to? It's like a living that a woman took and mixed into 50 pounds of flour until it was all leavened. He went through one town and village after another, teaching and making his way to Jerusalem. Lord, someone asked him, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to, him, to them, he said to them, 
Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because I tell you, many will try to enter and won't be able once the homeowner gets up and shuts the door. Then you will stand outside and knock on the door, saying, Lord, open for us. He will answer you, I don't know you or where you're from. Then you will say, We ate and drank in your presence and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I don't know you or where you're from. Get away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth in the place. When you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but yourselves thrown out, then you will come from east and west, from north and south, to share the banquet in the kingdom of God. Note this, some who are last will be first, and some who are first will be last. At some time, some Pharisees came and told him, Get out of here. Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go tell that fox, Look, I'm driving out demons and performing healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will complete my work. Yet, it is necessary that I travel today, tomorrow, and the next day, because it is not possible for a prophet to perish outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones and stones those who are sent to her how often i wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings but you were not willing see your house is abandoned to you i tell you you will not see me until the time comes when you say blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord this is the word of god Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, eternal rock of ages, we thank you for such a time as this. We thank you for the beauty of your word. We thank you because you always reveal yourself to us in your word when we come to you. And so this morning we are asking, Father, that you reveal yourself to us again in the name of Jesus. We're asking that you reveal your heart to us to let us know what it is, Father, you, you want us to do where it is you want us to be at this point in time we ask for your direction in all that we do we ask for wisdom father to be able to adhere to your instructions to you know listen to your word to follow your instructions to do things that are pleasing to you to live our lives for you so that at the end of it all father the door will not be shut against us this morning we ask that you open our hearts speak to us holy spirit bless us and help us to be doers and not just hearers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So this morning we just read Luke chapter 13. And they, I'm going to um, break them down into different sections because they were talking about um, different things, right? Although pointing towards the same direction, but different um, parables and healings. So um, from verse 1 to verse um let's see now from verse 1 to verse 5 it was talking about repent jesus was telling the people repent i tell you unless you repent you will all perish as well he was very blunt very upfront about it 
There are no two ways about it. Repent or perish. That's it. There's no sitting on the fence. A lot of a lot of us have been hearing this gospel from when we were kids, you know, and um, it's it's if by now we don't understand this message, then we actually really do need the help of the Holy Spirit, because that's what it is. It's not going to change. The word of God that we heard when we were kids saying repent, 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 or perish is still the same now. It's not going to change. That's the standard of heaven: repent or perish and when the bible says perish perish means go to hell to put it bluntly repent and have eternal life or perish and have eternal damnation which is the pit of hell where the bible says this morning there will be gnashing of teeth a terrible place and then he goes further to um, try to describe the, the kingdom of God to us and how it happens. It says the parable of the fig tree. He gave a parable. We know that um, Jesus spoke in parables a lot, a lot of times. He spoke in parables. And so this morning we just read the parable of the fig tree where a man had a tree that was planted you know, in his vineyard and then he would come and check on the tree to see if it had any fruit. And each time the man went to the vineyard, he wouldn't find any fruit on the on the fig tree. So he got, you know, upset and said, you know what, just take this tree down. It's a waste of space. Just take this tree down. It's not, it's not producing any fruit. Praise the Lord. But the worker said to him, sir, just leave this tree for one more year. Let's see. Let's fertilize it and give it one more year. This parable, as simple as it is, it is very, very significant in the, you know, in explaining the way the kingdom of God operates. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay, now the fig tree can be likened to a believer, a believer, right? Being planted, being watered, and, you know, being fed fed the word of God, you know, you're being fed and you're, you're a believer and you're supposed to be um, bearing fruits. That's what the Bible says, that we will bear fruits and that our fruits will abide. So as a believer, as a child of God, you are supposed to be bearing fruits. I might have to break this whole chapter down, you know, in different sessions, maybe do half of it now and then do another half next time so that we can really dwell on it. So, as a child of God, you're supposed to be bearing fruits. It says that any tree that does not bear fruits in the kingdom, in his vineyard, will be cut down. And that's exactly what this um, parable is talking about. Praise the name of the Lord. So, as a child of God, if you're not bearing fruits, if you're not... If you're not... Um, doing what you're supposed to be doing you're not your life is not reflecting the love of christ people that you're not converting souls you're not winning people souls over to christ by your lifestyle by evangelizing you know by showing love by praying by preaching by doing whatever using all the gifts that god has given you and deposited in you to win souls to the kingdom of god 
the Bible says it will be cut down. It will be cut down. God has an expectation of us. God has an expectation of us. I said it so many times on this podcast. There's not a child of God that he did not deposit something in. He deposited a gift. There's a calling. There's something on the inside of you that you can use. It's not necessarily money. But then again, yes, you can use your money. But it's not always money because that's the first excuse people give. Oh, I don't have money to give to God. He's not hungry. He's not asking you for your money. He's not poor. The earth and everything in it belongs to him. So it's not always money. Your time. Your time is a seed. You can use your time. Everybody has time. As long as you're alive, you have time. Praise the Lord. Don't be too busy to go bear fruits for the Lord. You can write. You can use that. If you have the skills of writing, you can write. You can have a blog. You can have different things, publications to share the love of Christ. If you can sing, that's a gift. You can use that. There's so many things. And now in this time that we are in, there's so many th- things have changed. That, you know, those conventional things that used to be the only way to spread the gospel have now changed. Thank God for the internet. Thank God for YouTube. Thank God for social media and all of that. There's so many things that we can do. and so many ways that we can share the love of Christ. That we can share the gospel of the salvation. Look at so many countries. Till now, up to date, I tell you that there are people that have never heard about Jesus Christ. I used to assume that, um, you know, a lot of people probably, the whole world probably would have heard about Jesus Christ already. That used to be a lie that the devil told me. I just assumed that, you know, I've been hearing about Jesus since I was a baby, so I just assumed that everybody else would have heard. But no, there are still millions that have not heard. There are millions more that are yet to give their lives to Christ. Because like it says here, once the door is shut, there ain't nothing going to open that door for anyone to come in. Nothing. Then it's going to be too late. And we don't want it to get to that time. And then there will be people that would say, oh, you know, master, open, open. You know, we, we know you. You know, we did this in your name and all of that. And he said to them, I know you not. Praise the name of the Lord. So as a child of God, you need to be fruit bearing. You need to use your time for God. Use your skills for God. Use your talent for God. Attract people to the kingdom of God. Win souls for God. And then let your fruit abide. What that means is continue to pray for them. Continue to minister to them. Continue to minister to them. Continue to tell them, pray for them. If they're far away and you cannot constantly reach them, continue to, you know, pray pray to them. Present them to God in the place of prayer. Let them abide. Father, let my fruits abide. Help them not to go back into their ways. Help them not to fall into temptation. You need to constantly pray for them. 
That's how your fruits will abide. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So that's what that um, parable was talking about. The fig tree. Christ was, um, you know, using that to describe the kingdom of heaven and how things work. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, yeah, I think we're going to leave it at this um, at this point and then continue the next time. Okay? So, we're going to um, continue from verse 10 up until the rest of it, uh, you know, the next time we meet. So, this morning, this morning, remember, repent, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And from the happenings all around us, we see that, you know, it's really close. It's closer than we think. Repent. Repent. And don't read times and signs. No, don't do that. But just repent because no one knows when the hour will come. Don't wait until you start hearing of earthquakes. But though the Bible predicts these things. Earthquakes, war and all of that. So don't wait for, oh, I'm waiting for when the sky is going to turn dark or something like that. Repent now because no one knows the time. The Bible says it's going to be like any other day. There'll be partying and marrying and getting married and all of that. And then boom, it happens. So stop saying you have enough time to do that. Do that now if you haven't already. Okay? Praise the name of the Lord. Repent. Preach the gospel. Win souls to Christ. Be fruitful and let your fruits abide. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, King of kings and Lord of lords, we thank you, O God, for today. We thank you for bringing your word with such power, O Lord, and anointing. Thank you for understanding, Father. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, because I know you have given us this word. And the Bible says that the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword, Father. Let this word that we have heard today, God, let it be implanted in our hearts forever. Let it never leave us. Let us never forget it in the name of Jesus. And as this word has been planted, Father, let it bring forth good fruits in our lives, Father. Let it empower us, Father, to take our place as as Christ's true representatives. Let us represent you, Father. Let us be fruit-bearing, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And let the fruits that we bear abide. Let them abide. Give us the grace, Lord, to continually pray for the fruits, O God, that we bear. Help us to use our time, our talents, our gifts, our skills for you. Help us not to give into the lives of the enemy. All these and many more we ask you in Jesus' name. We commit the day to your able hands. Go ahead of us, Father. Be enthroned in all we do in our praise and our worship. Take absolute control, Father, and continue to speak your heart to us in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Amen. All right, child of God, go out there and bear fruits and let your fruits abide. God bless you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.